never been to New Orleans. It's the hottest city you've ever seen. Gotta love them red beans. You gotta love them musty green. Welcome to In this city It's a beautiful summer evening in our little northern midwestern town. And we are back to regale you with... (laughs) We're going to regale? We're going to regale. I did not wear my regaling outfit tonight. No regalia? Isn't that a word? Or is that a boat? No, that's a regatta. Okay. I thought that was like an Italian pasta of some kind. Rigatoni. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Rigatoni. Isn't that a guy that we knew back when we lived in Chicago? <laughs> Rigatoni. We didn't His cousin know. made this really, really good pizza. No. But we, he was a really big guy. No. And there no. was a lot of big guys that hung out around him. <laughs> we had, and this is not a topic for tonight, but we had, when we lived in Chicago, a couple that uh, we got they were to neighbors. know. They were neighbors. And... He stole her away. Was that the way it worked? No, he had a former girlfriend. Oh, that's right. He had a former girlfriend that turned out she was a mob princess. Oi. And he dumped her. And uh, Dad wasn't too happy with Somehow he survived. Yeah. We never, you know, we never really wanted to go out with them anywhere. Always looked under their car. But totally different story. But it's true. And And kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. So weeks later, we are re-recording our episode four, except for the introduction because we really liked that. And why uh, are we re-recording tonight? Well, well, we we got kind of pissy with each other. <laughs> yeah, and we could tell it in the. I don't re- know. We don't know why. We had a topic that we really were looking forward to talking to, which was not in New Orleans in 2014. We were in a really good mood, as you could tell from the intro. And what you what you heard there in the beginning, we're talking about the the couple in uh, Chicago. That was recorded about three weeks ago. But we got started, and as we uh, started recording and started talking about things, normally, if we're recording one of these and we disagree over what happened when we kind of laugh about it and joke about it. And that's kind of fun. It's like, I didn't remember that or you were looking at something totally different and who knew we were just in one of those moods. It was awful. And it was a train wreck. (laughs) It was a train wreck. And we realized after we got about halfway through, you know, and we're new at this first time this has ever happened that, uh, we just, for some reason, weren't in the mood to record it. So tonight we are. We are still drinking our Bloody Marys with Tito's vodka, and they're spicy Bloody Marys. They're spicy Bloody Marys. The New Orleans theme. I was looking at the the uh, stuff, and we've got habanero peppers and cayenne peppers and all kind of stuff in them with Tito's vodka, of course. And it is. We should have gone with something a little bit either New Orleans-y. Is that a word? We had those in New Orleans. Bloody Marys. Yeah. Yeah. 
or something uh, something altogether American because it is the eve of Independence eve, Day. The eve, yeah. It's 4th of July weekend coming up. Once again, we had plans to have a date with the couple that we have talked about that we have been trying to get together with forever. We've gotten together twice. Didn't we originally try to get together with them last we were yeah the last time when we started to record this maybe that was it we were all upset because we were supposed to be on a date with them and we were ah yeah because we're delightful we never would just be pissy (laughs) i mean that's just not us oh yeah yeah last time we went to record we had planned to have a date with this couple that we had met online and basically things happened she got sick and and we weren't able to get together. And it's become kind of a running joke between the two of us. We obviously like each other or we'd have just given up on each other a long time ago. We've had a couple of vanilla dates with them. We um, have had dinner with them. We've been to the theater with them. And we had planned to get together with them. But just every time we try to get together, somebody breaks their foot. Somebody gets sick. Somebody comes into town, and in fact, we were supposed to get together tonight, and we had people that we thought were coming into town last week that are coming into town this weekend. Old-time friends. Old-time friends. Vanilla friends. Very vanilla friends. And so no playing will be next added. Friday, though, we are scheduled to get together with Come them. hell or high water. It doesn't matter what happens. We're getting together. If one of us is in traction, we're going to get together. Um, And so our podcast after this one will be us talking about our date with them. One of the things that, that we've talked to a couple of other podcasters about and asked about and really thought about, and we'll talk more about this on the next podcast, is do you tell another couple that you're going to play with like this that you have a podcast. I don't know. And uh, I've been running back and forth both scenarios in my brain and if you're if you're listening, uh we'd be really interested if you were to send us some feedback at our email, which is tango at two or more to tango dot com or go to our website, which is two or more to tango dot com and we'd love to get your feedback. If you were playing with a couple and they had a podcast, would you want them to tell you about that? Obviously, anything we talk about in terms of play with another couple, we would keep the details private. We wouldn't use names. We wouldn't do anything that would give away who they are. But we just don't really know the protocol. For people that like going to the club, like we talked about, where you it's kind of a one-off. You meet them, you play with them, you're probably not going to see them again. again. Even then, we'll be respectful of who they are. We won't share any details, but we don't have a real issue about telling them about that. I mean, we're not going to walk into a club, hey, we've got a podcast. But for a couple like this, where we envision having a longer-term relationship, and they're very open and fun, um, I think it would be kind of hard to keep it from them. I think you're right. I think, I think probably telling them... Like maybe sending them a text or something, telling before them before or after. Before, yeah. So they have a chance to talk about it. We're, we're going to talk about this next week, and then on our podcast, we'll tell you what decision we came to. Uh, I think for a couple that you're going to play with more than once, like we are with them, where we'll almost certainly be talking about 
the date with them and we are basically friends with benefits with them i think we owe it to them to ask them do you mind if we talk about the date on the podcast they they've heard us on the air they heard us on the swinger cast episode where john and Allie interviewed us uh after the naughty in new orleans 2014 uh recently so we'll talk about that anyway that is not the topic for tonight though we are going to talk about naughty in new orleans 2014 we do plan to have two episodes that we want to get out before we go back to naughty in new orleans in 2015 which will be the uh, end of july and so we want to have two episodes out before then one this one will, one will be this one and then hopefully the second one will be talking about our date with this couple that we know from online and uh, if it goes miserably bad <laughs> if it goes miserably bad then we'll probably never see him again anyway so it won't matter if we talk about it anyway but i just can't imagine that because we've just no they they are really fun okay so um speaking of naughty in new orleans uh we'll mention a little bit more about this but we have there's going to be a uh kind of a Bob and Tess, who run Naughty in New Orleans, have invited a number of podcasters to get together when we're down there for the 2015 meeting and meeting? basic meeting, meeting, convention, convention. It'll be a meeting of minds. I don't think it'll be a meeting of minds. <laughs> it'll be something that'll be a meeting. And uh, basically, we're going to have some roundtables. Uh, they'll give us a place where we can do some interviews while we're down there. We certainly don't want to be spending all our time podcasting down there. Oh, heck no. But uh, if you are going to Naughty in New Orleans in 2015, we'd love for you to stop by and say hello to us. We've even got business cards. So, Mr. Tango spent way too much time designing the cards. I did. I am really But they, But they are, but they are good looking. Good. They do look good. Um, there is also a annual Lifestyles Awards. And I think the website for that is www.annuallifestyleawards.com. And you can vote for your favorite clubs. You can vote for your favorite websites. You can vote for your favorite podcast conventions, cruises. And we have been nominated in the category of podcast. We've got three of them. How did that happen? <laughs> and so if you go to that site, and we'll also have a link to that site on our um uh, website. We'd love for you to go vote. We'd love for you to vote for us, of course, because we're not going to win. We're out there with you know competing against people that have millions and millions of listeners. But it'd be kind of nice if we got more than two votes because I think, well, I don't know, did you vote for us or did you vote for Swinger Cast? I didn't, I didn't vote. <laughs> okay. We nice to have more than one vote. And again, that'll be on our website. So shall we get to New Orleans? Let's go to New Orleans. Let's go to New Orleans. Down in New Orleans. Down in New Orleans. Down in New Orleans. Down in New Orleans. Oh, down. Naughty New Orleans is a convention a lifestyle convention in New Orleans, and they have about 750 uh, swinger couples that attend. Didn't you say that there was already uh, about a, about 500 couples? There's already uh, five to 650 couples signed up for 2015. 
hear people in the background Motorcycles. jumping on their car and heading there right now. Yeah. And uh, so last year we went and our entire, you've heard, if you've listened to our podcast, you've heard our entire history. So we had a girl-girl play. We went to a club a couple of times and played once with a couple, which was fun. And then we said, hey, let's just jump into a convention with 750 swinger couples, take over an entire hotel, have these huge playrooms, parties all day, all night, and see how that goes. And the uh, summary is, and we'll get into the details, it went amazingly well. We had a good time. We had a really good time. We had a good enough time going back. So we went down. Uh, the convention typically starts on Wednesday and goes through Saturday night, Sunday morning. And we decided to go down Tuesday and check into the hotel just to kind of get a feel for the area before everything started. Um, we went down to Café du Monde. <clears throat> Café du Monde. Had some Café au lait. Actually, we just had black no, coffee. They just have coffee and beignets. No, no they do have Café au lait. Do they? Yeah. One of the things we thought we would do is we would sit there since it was the Tuesday before, and, or it might have been Wednesday morning. Doesn't Whenever. Matter. Whenever. So we went down, had coffee, and we had their fancy donuts, and we watched the people. And we knew there were going to be almost a thousand swingers down here. And so the fun thing, as we're walking down Bourbon Street and as we're sitting there, is trying to pick out, okay... Are those two swingers? And we like to people watch anyhow. We really like the people watching. And we usually think we're pretty good about it. So we would pick out a couple and we'd go, oh, they are clearly here for the convention. And then six kids come up and say, Mom, Dad. Yeah, and then you find out they're they're uh, they're Mormons. They have 12 kids and they're there for... Uh, not that there's anything wrong with being Mormon wrong and with having that. 12 kids. It's just that's not... The kind of convention we were at. Um, so Tuesday night, they have a dinner for the people that come early, and they went to. I wish I could do the Saturday night Stefan thing <laughs> because I want to put my hands up over my face and nobody can see that and say we went to Club V, <laughs> where all the sushi hangs out. The sushi hung out in a really nice place. That's a good point. They did have a naked lady on a table or a, a bench or whatever it was and it was, I think she was on the bar and she had a whole bunch of sushi and food all over her and as the platter as the platter and uh, and it was a very upscale thing Bob and Tess who who live in New Orleans and know New Orleans really really well um, had had set this up the club it was, was a new uh, new yeah business. Very, very new club I think we might have even been there opening night and I think we overwhelmed them. Um, we went in, and it was very crowded. Of course, we didn't know anybody on Tuesday night. So we went in. We're looking for a place, and somebody sits us with a couple. And they were a nice couple. I mean, there was no connection of any kind there. No. So we sat and chatted with them. That's fine. We weren't looking to you know, make a connection that night or anything. And... They had waited for, I think, just their drink. Yeah, they waited way too long. For an for hour. Something like that. And they eventually got up and left. And then another couple came and sat with us. And this was their very first anything. They'd never had a date. They'd never met anybody online. They'd never gone to a club. 
They'd never even had coffee with somebody to explore. Yeah, they had never even talked about the lifestyle, and they decided, oh, let's go to Naughty in New Orleans to figure this out. So we had a good time talking with them, and uh, we didn't see them. We kept looking for them, and we'll talk about this later. It's kind of hard when you've got that many people to find people. But we kept looking for them and never could find them. We'd go at the uh, at the balls at the night, the big theme balls. We'd go looking around all the tables and never did see them again until... I think I saw them the last night. Did you talk to her? I did talk to her, and I asked how it was going. She yeah. said that they were having a great time, and they had some fun. Yeah, I, which was good to hear because, I mean, we looked at them, and we're kind of like, now, yeah, we're, we're really this really experienced couple by them, not really... But we looked at them and we were thinking, are they going to run screaming away from this? And it sounds like they had a great time. Yeah. So we were there for dinner that night. And the bottom line, it was a very upscale club with all the fancy lighting and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but they could not get drinks and food out. They were just slammed. Yeah. And the good news is we got a lot of drinks for free. And our food was really, really cheap, although it was really high-end and very good. It was really good. And um, So they've probably got the kinks worked out by now. Yeah, kinks. And, yeah, kinks. Kinks, get kinks. it? Aha, yeah. not in your yeah, kinky. It. I get Aha. it. And uh, so if you're in New Orleans, go check out this place. One of the things that we noticed, and I think we noticed this in the bar Tuesday afternoon, and then we noticed it. Uh, I guess that night was the first time there was an event where everybody was there, and we were kind of looking around and trying to figure out who's at this thing. We were very surprised at the variety in age. It was was everything, every age from mid-20s all the way up into 70s and 80s. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, they're literally were couples that were clearly in their late 70s, early 80s that were having a blast. They were fun. They were inclusive. Uh, they were just the coolest people ever. Our our first night that we were there, we were in the hotel bar kind of hanging out, trying to figure out where we were going to go. And a big table full of uh, people that obviously knew each other and had been here many times invited us to come sit with them and and right from the beginning treated us as if if they had known us forever. That was one surprise. We didn't know what to expect. We had seen a small subset in a a club, but there you're talking about 100 people maybe at most in the club that we were in. And we saw a variety of people there. Yeah. But we just didn't know what would, would be at this kind of place. And again, very, very wide range of ages, sizes, shapes, just about everything. Yeah. So, um, we went and had dinner that night. There was no, none of the playrooms were open. We had a good time and enjoyed New Orleans. And then Wednesday's the official. Before we yeah. go to Wednesday, I, I will say that when we, we did have to cut our evening short because I forgot that I wasn't in the upper Midwest anymore. I was on the Gulf Coast in the heat and the humidity, and I forgot to drink, drink water. And uh, I got dehydrated and started to not feel well. So this uh, next time, I'm going to drink more scotch and water. Or <laughs> can you mix uh, vodka with um, Gatorade? 
I'm sure you can, but I think you're kind of missing the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> but I we I will be carrying along a water bottle a little bit more frequently. Yeah, you gotta hydrate. And it is hot down there and a lot of walking. So and I'd forgotten about that. So Tuesday night you you really didn't feel very well. No. Which fine if you're gonna have a night you didn't feel well, Tuesday night was the night to have that was it. it. Yeah. And we were very happy that that's what it was. It wasn't the flu or something because it's like, okay, that would really suck. So Wednesday, we got up and we registered. They have a number of seminars. And these seminars are everything from swinging for newbies, swinging for kind of newbies. There are seminars on BDSM. There are seminar seminar not seminaries. No, no, something completely different. Completely different. different. Uh, seminars on bondage, seminars on there was, tantra. Uh, semi- a seminar on uh, podcasting, wasn't there? Well, there was a, there was a, they had something for professionals. I don't know if there was something for podcasters uh, okay. at that point. But they had, there was a very wide range of, of seminars. We just went to the one for beginners. And... Um, it was interesting to hear people's questions. It was interesting. We kind of, we've listened to enough podcasts before then and talked to enough people that we were kind of surprised at some of the questions in terms of no meaning no and things like that, that we thought everybody just knew. There was a gentleman that said, well, I always set up the dates and all, and um, my wife just doesn't like it. What am I doing wrong here? Yeah. And everybody laughed. Yeah. And then uh, um, after registering, we there were a couple of events. But for Wednesday, you've got a lot of people that are still coming in. And so the events, and, and again, we, we had no idea what would happen the rest of the week. So one of the events was just a wine bar. And we went to that, and there weren't all that many people there. And It was a beautiful courtyard and a nice glass of wine. Beautiful courtyard. It looked like the kind of place where somebody would be sitting in the corner playing harp and somebody would be asking for grape poupon, you know, that kind of place. No. 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 I had grape poupon wine. It was really... And um, it was very mellow, which kind of threw us because it's like, okay, we came down to New Orleans to a swingers convention and we're sitting here with grape coupon and harp music. Not grape coupon. No grape coupon. Harp music. Probably not harp music either. But it was very pretty. It was very laid nice back. Nice light jazz. Very nice place. Um, but it was not a swinger. There kind was of nothing raucous about it. It was really just more of a meet and greet and chill. Yes. And and we sat. But it was a beautiful courtyard, and it was. Um, we talked to a lot of people. If Scarlett O'Hara had walked through the door, we wouldn't have been surprised. I think I would have been very, very <laughs> surprised. And then there was. Uh, then we thought, okay, after that, there was a uh, tequila bar. You're not going to make the music. Da, 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 da. <laughs> how can you? How can I say tequila and you not go? Um, that one you think, okay, we're going from the do 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 do, you know, the Mozart kind of thing, and then we're going to a tequila bar, and it was it was it was okay. It was small. It certainly could not hold seven hundred and something people. But again, no. a lot of people are just coming in on Wednesday, and when you walked in, 
there were some bar girls, shot girls on the left, and they had a variety of tequilas. And it was kind of narrow. Apparently, I totally missed that because I don't remember there, it, us being in a tequila bar. It was. And, well, it was very narrow. And we went on up the stairs and were basically looking for something to eat. Trying to remember if we, tried. we didn't eat. We didn't eat there because they had tacos, and we were like, "Okay, we are not coming to New Orleans eating tacos." No. But we sat at a a, a round top a table. Um, had another couple that that came and sat with us. We had a couple of drinks, and just chatted. I mean, they were hot, but they were not our kind of couple. No. For various reasons, I'm sure we were not their kind of couple, but we enjoyed. We never talking. saw them again. Never saw them again, but we enjoyed talking with them. There was an area outside that we just kind of went and looked, and there were people sitting out there, but we didn't really know anybody, and so we were just people watching. But I think we were kind of disappointed after those first two, thinking, well. It was more fun going to the club. We forgot to say that these these two bar take these were bar takeovers that we went to the wine oh. bar and the tequila bar, and we had to show uh, convention credentials to get in through the door. Uh, they it was a complete bar takeover. Yeah, you might want to explain how the hotel and all of that worked. Um, I don't remember. Well, the well, we, the hotel. The way this works is a it's a really big, very nice hotel that's on Bourbon Street. It has its own balconies upstairs. It's really nice. When they start the thing up on Wednesday, nobody is allowed in or out of the hotel unless you work for the hotel or unless you have a convention badge. You can get into the lobby. You just can't get nope. up in the elevators. No. You, they had people at the door. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I missed that. So they had people at the door, and you had to show your badge to get in and out. Okay. Which was really nice because you knew, okay, you know, everybody here, there's no more trying to figure out are you a swinger couple or not. If you're in here, you are. And there's no 12-year-old kids walking through. You don't through. have to worry about, you know, what you're wearing. You don't have to worry about what you you're saying. You don't have to be dressed sort of, kind of. Uh, sort of, kind of. Later in the week, that kind of dropped. Certainly in the elevators, you didn't have to. But the staff was great. They, I'm sure they have a lot of great stories to tell. We were talking about when we go down and we get to interview some people this time. We might interview some of the hotel staff just to hear some of their stories. The parties they have during the day, typically they have two bar takeovers each day. So one will be like noon to three. One will be from three to six. And they completely take over a bar on Bourbon Street. And you have to show your badge to get in. Wednesday, we went to these, and they were relatively tame. And we thought, really? I mean, it just, you know, we're smiling, we're enjoying being in New Orleans, but honestly, it was a little bit of a disappointment, right? Yeah, it was. So then we, later that uh, afternoon, we uh, had some good food. And then uh, John and Allie, who have the SwingerCast podcast, had a group of people who joined up to, who registered basically to go through them which and they had a little private forum on their website where we could all kind of get to know each other before we showed up so later that afternoon we had a meet and greet at the hard rock cafe with that group and that was that was fun it was because all of a sudden you go from being 
you know, this couple, there's a lot of people around you, but you don't really know anybody. And you can tell a lot of these couples have known each other and have come back each year. And there's a little bit of feeling like a little bit of an outsider to here's a group of people that, that you've got a connection with right from the beginning. And we had, how many couples were there, do you think? Eight, ten. Eight or ten. And uh, had a great time with them. And then there was a... Uh, we didn't play with all of them, but we, we enjoyed each of them. Right. And they were kind of a home base for us. We did not go, you know, as a, as a, as a group, we didn't have a little cloud of dust where we all went here and all went there. But like at the balls at night, the theme balls at night, we would all have a table where we'd all reconnect and would talk about what was going on. So it was nice to have kind of a home base of it people was. To, to, that you knew. Wednesday night, they have the big parade. And this is really cool. If you've never been to one of these before, you, Bob and Tess, who run the whole thing, have set up a parade. And you've got all 750 or so of these swinger couples, so a thousand, over a thousand people. I can do my math. <laughs> and oh, and it's also all couples. That's the other thing I didn't mention. Um, you can't like just be a single guy and register. They once it's what nine o'clock at night, nine thirty. I think it started at nine. Yeah, they want it to be dark. They have a parade. And we all get in the lobby of this hotel, and we all kind of pour out. And, of course, we can't go out in one number because of a whole bunch of us. And the New Orleans Police Department blocks off Bourbon Street. And the New Orleans Police Department leads the parade, which is kind of cool because you're not really worried that you're going to get arrested for flashing or something because they're leading the parade. And And it is New Orleans. And the chief of police is right up in front. They have a New Orleans jazz band, the marching second line or whatever you call them, up there. They have floats that you can participate in. and they most, have beads. And beads that you can throw to people. And it's really cool to get to be part of a New Orleans parade on Bourbon Street. And, of course, you got all the people, the tourists, lined up and down trying to figure out what this is. And they pretty quickly figure it out because people are telling them that's interesting. This year, uh, this past year, um, they decided that um, Bob and Tess decided that they were going to promote this parade as a um, swinger pride parade. So there were some signage that um, uh, that no, alluded to that. that said, yeah, we're swingers, and we're it's not cheating if my husband watch. watches something like that. <laughs> like that. And there were signs that said, "Hey, we're we're." We're swingers and we're proud or whatever. We didn't carry a sign. The theme for the party that night, and every night has a different theme. The theme for the party that night was uh, 1920s, flappers. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And so one thing that, and, and we got really hung up on, and we did this on Fantasy Fest, so each night has a theme. We overthought it. Oh, man. We are so worried we're not going to have the right costume. And so we did all this shopping and really kind of stressed out over finding the right stuff. And we it was very hard to find a, a flapper stuff. So we actually went to a costume shop and rented a really nice uh f- standard flapper fringy thing for you. with the <laughs> A head. dress? Well, yeah, but in the 20s, they called them fringy things. Oh, okay. Now, I'm a history buff. 
And you had the little headband with the feather and um, the the gloves. But this, but this dress was... Um, Weighed about theat- 150 pounds. It was pounds. theatrical uh, quality, and it, it weighed a ton, and it was hot. And, oh, I wish I'd have bought something else. Yeah, it was a little bit... It, it was too much. It but was. you looked great. Thanks. You looked very flappy. Flappy? Flappery. Flappy. Is there a word that will sound it's good? flappy, not flabby, right? I always heard that flappery will get you everywhere. <laughs> Is that not true? <laughs> no. With you, baby, anything. Okay. So we, we went down, the, we had the parade. That was a lot of fun. Everybody dancing in the street and doing that thing. And we ended up um, the parade at a speakeasy. It was a... What was the name of it? Lucky Pierre's. Lucky Pierre's. And Lucky Pierre's is a burlesque house, burlesque show uh, venue. And we went in and um, all this 750 couples was in the same place, or a lot of them were. There were there was an option to go to Colette's, which is a um, lifestyle lifestyle club. club. Uh, and um, but but the burlesque show was very cool. Oh yeah, I mean the, they 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 didn't do it just for us. Apparently, this is something that they they're a very well known burlesque house. And, they um, they had some beautiful women that may have been women or may not have been women, um, but whatever. Whatever sex they were, they were beautiful and yeah. they were talented. They had so, yeah, the, and entertaining and 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 it was the old. And if we don't school, go there again, yeah, uh, with the group, we need to go. We need to go there by ourselves. Yeah. It, it was it was a lot of fun because a very very professional, very. It's burlesque in the the old sense of the word. It's not raunchy. It's very bawdy. Um, you know, they strip, they have the feathers, they had the one where the, the, the gal was in the bathtub with the bubble bath. Uh, they were just really, they were hot. They were really, really good. And so we watched that and enjoyed it. It was very, very crowded. And again, this was our first evening, um, thing. The playrooms aren't open on Wednesday night. When the show was over, we separated from the group we were with, and we were kind of wandering around. There was an upstairs with a balcony. Everywhere has a balcony. Everywhere has a balcony. So it's always kind of fun to go out and, and watch the people on the street from the balcony and have them look up at and you. And get them to... Um, flash? Yeah, that's the word I wanted. Yeah. Couldn't come up with that word. Yeah. yeah. We got done, and we were walking around. And it was very, very crowded, very, very hot. And the line for the bar was very large. A lot of people having a lot of fun. But we were a little overwhelmed. We were kind of overwhelmed. And, you know, we really had to look back and think about why. Because when people talked about it can be really overwhelming. You've got this many swingers. We're thinking, how can it be overwhelming to be surrounded by swinger couples who are very open, very fun, very non-judgmental? How can that be overwhelming? But we... We, we had a difficult time figuring out, okay, how do we connect with anybody? Because a lot of the folks were kind of in groups. And, and we just didn't feel comfortable at the time just walking up and saying, hey, let us jump into your group. And we just, we, we really didn't know how to connect. 
So we walked around, we walked upstairs, we walked downstairs, and it was really kind of a odd feeling because we thought, okay, here we are. All the people are here just like advertised, and... Now what? Now what do we do? And I'm not really sure why it was... You know, we went to the club. A lot of people in the club. We didn't have any problem walking up and introducing to ourselves introducing ourselves to people in the club why was this different and it, it was fun walking on bourbon street too with our outfits and everything and people looking at us but i think both of us kind of had this feeling of okay if it's going to be like this the whole time are we just going to be those people that are standing in the corner and everybody else is having a good time We've all seen those people at vanilla bars. And you don't want to be those people. You don't want to be And those we've never people. wanted to be those people. But we don't really have a hard time going up in a vanilla bar and just saying hello to somebody and making friends. But we were overwhelmed. So, fast forward to Thursday. We got up and had coffee. Lots of coffee. Lots of coffee. Thursday, we were... The, the first bar takeover... We didn't go to. We didn't go to. And... Uh, that was a good one. Things really start getting going on Thursday. So Thursday they had a bar takeover of a bar, and I don't have the, the list of the agenda in front of me, but it's basically a bar where they've got uh, one of those mechanical bulls. And one I, of them there are ca- One of them there are mechanical bars. bulls. And I've seen pictures from previous Naughty New Orleans where basically naked women, women that are topless, are sort of the ones that always get on them and ride them. And, well, and, duh. And, yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. But we ended up going to lunch with a couple. couple and, of couples. And ended up on a long walk trying to find this place. It was worth walking. I don't remember the name of the place. Mamas or... Moms or mothers or... Something like that. It was amazing food. But it was amazing southern food. And uh, But it took us long enough to walk there and walk back that we didn't go to that one. The one after that was not Yahoo's, not Yazoo's. Yaz, Yazoo's might be it. I don't think that was Razoo's. It. Razoo's. Was that Thursday, Friday or? That was Thursday. Okay. And at this point, we had kind of talked with each other and said, okay, we we got to loosen up. We got to get the stick out of our butt. We got to get the stick out of our butt here. So we went to the bar. We, we met up with some of our, our crew that we had been with, and we were standing next to the bar and immediately. A whole bunch of women got up on the bar and started taking their clothes off and dancing on the bar, which was highly encouraged and very crowded. And we started talking with people. You know, we started introducing ourselves to people, talking with people. After, you know, uh, just chatting with people and having a good time and doing a lot of people watching, they had a courtyard that was in front of that bar area, big open courtyard. And again, there's walls here. You can't come in without the badge. They had a body painter. Oh, yeah, they did. On the one side. And it was very open in terms of people's attitudes. And at some point, you had on a little corsety, not corsety top, a little uh, haltery top. And you basically let the girls out. (laughs) I'm not sure whether I did or you did. And but. and Mrs. Tango has pierced nipples. And one of the things that surprised us is we figured, well, at a swinger convention, 50% of the women probably have pierced nipples. 25 at the at 
Minimum. And we really didn't see that many women who did. I only saw one other woman that was had both of her nipples pierced. And they were a hit. And it was a lot of fun because everywhere that Mrs. Tango went, as we were walking around the courtyard, women wanted to suck on her nipples, play with her rings, talk to her about them. I want to touch them, play with them, kiss them, lick them, whatever. And for those of you that are wondering, yes, it did hurt to get my nipples pierced. That was, that was the one question everybody wants to ask is, does it hurt when they stick a needle through your nipples? Yes. Yes. But I, I called them the rings of power. Because suddenly we kind of went from, you know, how do we do the icebreaker thing to everywhere you walked, people were talking with you and touching you and playing with you. And as we're walking around the courtyard, we got separated at one point, and I'm, I see you up ahead, and there's two women that are playing with your nipples in the courtyard. And this woman next to me sticks her leg out and stops me. I'm like, what? And she looks over at me, and she smiles, and she says, what's the password? you got to come up with a password. And I'm normally a pretty witty guy, you know, and I... And quick brain. And she's flirting pretty obviously here, and I had nothing. I had nothing. But I chatted with her, and uh, she asked where my wife was, and I pointed Mrs. Tango out, and, and Mrs. Tango came over, and she sucked on your nipples, too, and the two of them... Uh, I mean, it's pretty clear when somebody stops you, they're kind of interested. And we had a great time just sitting and chatting and talking with them. And we thought, okay, this is, find them this, this is evening. a couple we could play with. So tonight. We'll find them. And, oh, we are going into 2015, Nadia, New Orleans, much wiser. What's the problem with we'll find them tonight? You can't find them. Why not? There's 750 <laughs> couples. other couples there. You know, we just we, we realized, okay, here's a couple we want to play with. They obviously want to play with us. We both said, hey, we'll catch each other later. And in our mind, we still had the thing of, well, you play at night when the playrooms are open. Now, we should have got a little bit of a clue when we would walk down the hall to get ice for the room at lunch. And we heard all the moans and groans and sounds from the rooms up and down the hall <laughs> that maybe people play during the day too. But we Mr. just Mr. Tango and I are fairly intelligent people, but sometimes Yeah, sometimes we couldn't buy a clue if we <laughs> sometimes, if we had a million dollars. We can, we can be slow. So we just it didn't occur to us that you could just go play right then. So we agreed, you know, we'll meet up later. We had another couple that we had met in the hotel bar the first night and they were actually working the event. I think they owned a lifestyle club or something and they get people like that to help them uh, work the convention and they get to go to the parties and they get to play in the playroom, but they also have to do work. And we hit it off with them right from the beginning and they were another couple that, and I were getting the, the night in the wrong place, but it really doesn't matter where I think you went out into the hallway and just said. Yeah, I... Because I, I, I turned around, you were making out with her, and I thought there's a connection. There was, there was an obvious connection with this couple and us, and uh, um, we uh, it, was, it was Friday by this time, and at, it, we were at the party, and um, we decided 
we wanted to play together, and they had to uh, work a shift, for lack of a better word. In the playrooms. In the playrooms, and um, they said, we'll meet you at such and such a time there, and we'll just find you. And So we agreed we were just going to find each other, and we went into the playrooms, and when we get done with this, let's describe the playrooms, but there's a lot of playrooms. I guess we can do that for this to make okay, sense. Okay, with the playrooms, there is one big group room. and uh, Which is really nice. Which is really nice. Uh, there are uh, lots of high-quality air mattresses with um, sheets on them and beautiful... Um, hangy-downy things. Hangy-downy things. Sheer curtains, separating areas. Aroma infusers. Aroma infusers, soft music. And... As soon as a couple gets done playing... And they leave a bed. And they leave a bed. Uh, there is a team of two people that go in with uh, sanitizer and spray down and wipe down the mattresses and then remake the And change bed the with, sheets. They're like a NASCAR pit crew. pit crew. I mean... They were very good. Uh, you never have to worry about you're going to be on a bed that's dirty in any way. So there was one really big uh, group room... There were some rooms that were smaller. Yeah, there was a, a room with the lights were all... Oh, oh, the white room. There was a white room that uh, was the same basic decor, except it had white LED lights all over. And it was just really... The the walls, the white LEDs, the light curtains, it was just a very white room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember a blue room. I don't remember the blue room. Yep. Same thing. Uh, yeah. gauzy uh, sheer yeah. curtains. And there were some Good rooms lights. that were, uh, I think there were a few rooms that were more private if you wanted private rooms. There was a bondage room, a BDSM room that had the St. Andrew's Cross, and apparently they had instructors that would come in and do things, and, and we'll talk a little bit about more of that when we get, there. Bit, when we get there. Don't get excited. We It's not much of a story. Uh, there was a ladies-only room that I don't know that we saw. We never saw that. There's a dark room, which I think would have been interesting, but we had heard past podcasts with people where they talked about going into the dark room. And it is a room where you go in and you can't see anything. You could put your finger right in front of your eye and you couldn't see it. And the concept is really cool. But for some reason, we'd listen to podcasts by people that had been in there. It sounded like it was mainly guys, which I don't get because it's all couples. But who knows? We decided we had enough other things to do and play with that we weren't going to do that. Uh, there's on another floor, and these are all on one floor. So they take over basically, if you think of a hotel. A business convention and they take over a floor and they put up all the conference rooms and exhibits and things like that. Well, they take over that floor and they put up playrooms. There's another floor that they have that's a separate floor. And we never went on there. And one of the rooms is if a woman wants to play with a lot of guys, then they have guys they have hired to provide that. And um, it's the... I forgot what they call it. It's the guys with a whole bunch of guys, ladies' room or something. I don't know. <laughs> and then they have another room that, that's interesting because they call it the buy room. 
by couples. Now, they're talking about by guys because by women are the norm. I mean, that's just, you, you expect that everywhere. But, but not, a, all, not every woman is bi. Not every woman and is not bi. Every woman that's oh, every swinger, woman. Not every woman that's in the lifestyle is Well, she just hasn't figured it out yet. <laughs> but but by and large, bi is not a big thing. Bi women is not a big thing. But in the lifestyle, bi, bi guys is, is still a bit of a stigma. And it's kind of unusual. Well, not unusual. It's kind of interesting how... I think that in the clubs we've been in, if you saw two guys playing with each other in a playroom, people would really look at that Not so cool. askance. Yeah, askance. Woo-hoo. Askance. I don't know if that's the right word, but I like it. So to their credit, what they do is they set up a room that is for by couples to allow uh, people with that propensity to play. And it's on a different floor. And again, we, we didn't go into there. So you've got this huge area of playrooms. So this, this couple that, that you had arranged for us to play with, and it's funny that that one guy said, well, I set everything up because everything I've said, seen so far is the women talk to each other, arrange things, and then tell the guys, okay, we're going to play. So you and her had made out, y'all had talked, you had agreed, yeah, they wanted to play. You set up a time. And they had a shift that went to a certain time. And then it was like, as soon as we get off our shift, we'll meet. And the idea was, and they didn't want us to wait on them. So they said, you guys go ahead in the playroom and you play and then we'll come find you. So we played and then we We had to move once. We we moved more than once. We moved more than once. But the first time we moved, oh... (laughs) Tell me. I don't remember that one. There was a couple, a couple of couples. Was that in the group room or the white room? The, I don't remember which room, but there was a couple that was, uh, a couple of couples that were playing together, uh, and they, they had these cartoony hick voices. Um, like a, like a, like a redneck Minnie Mouse? Like a redneck Minnie Mouse. That's perfect. And I heard this woman talking and... You don't want to try to imitate her. No. And uh, trying to be all sexy talking and everything. And I got the giggles. (laughs) And uh, And you didn't want her to think that you were laughing at her. And, uh, you know, that, that just... That was fun. But at some point, it's a funny story. I remember that now because we both kind of lay there. We were, we were we were playing with each other and having a great time, and we heard that. And Mrs. Tango looks at me, and we both kind of burst out. Can you burst out giggling? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. So we burst out giggling. We we're trying not to laugh out loud because we didn't want them to think we we're laughing at them. But we were, and we were, and so we were kind of talking with each other. So it seemed like we we're just enjoying ourselves, and then it's like okay. This is funny, but it's not real conducive to playing, so maybe we need to move. Plus, we wanted to find them. Yes. And so uh, we walked around and looked. And I think our mistake was, had we stayed in one room, I think we would have been good. Yeah. Because talking with them afterwards, 
they would go to a room and like the group room was really big and the lighting is it's not dark but it's but very it's, low and soft yeah very sensual and it's hard when you're looking in that room to look all the way around the room or even to stand on the edge where people can stand waiting for beds to be opened and to see who people are. We would see people walking by and I would be kind of looking for them, but I couldn't really tell who they were. And I didn't want to be sitting there and hey, I didn't want that, that redneck Mickey mouse. <laughs> hey y'all, we're, we're here. And so they tried to find us. We tried to find them. We moved around from room to room. Now, the fun part was we played a lot. We did. You know, we finally got to a point where we had played and played and played. And I told Mrs. Tango, okay, I'm declaring that we're not finding them because I'm ready to finish. (laughs) (laughs) And we did. Eventually, later that night, I think while we were, I don't know if we ate, we were eating pizza or whatever. They have pizza out there. Who knew they had pizza? We'd have done this years ago. We'd have ago. done this years ago if we'd have known they had pizza. We ran into each other, and we both were kind of comparing notes of where we had been. I mean, there was a part of me that said, did they really not look for us? But it was very clear they wanted to play with us. I mean, that was very, very clear. Yeah. And it was also very clear when we compared notes. We were looking for them. They were looking for us. We were looking at, okay, we were there, and now we were there. Then we missed each other. So the lesson between that and the other couple that kind of cornered us in the... you got to have a specific time you got to be. But there's even a better way to do that, and we'll talk about that Right next. now. Right next. So we had a great time. Yes, we did. We interacted with a lot of fun people. The bar takeovers were hot. They were sexy. They were fun. Mrs. Tango loves having her nipples sucked. And she got lots and lots of attention. I'm kind of an attention whore. And any, I mean, it was, we, and we learned, hey, we, we, we brought a Sibian as kind of an icebreaker. We, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, that's I forgot one, about one that. of the reasons we drove was we wanted to bring our Sibian because we thought, well, even if people think, you know, that, that they don't want to play with us, they might want to play with our Sibian. <laughs> so we got a great icebreaker. So... We played with each other, had a great time that night, um, had a great time during the day. And uh, wait a minute, that was also the night that we had people come play with us again. Thursday night. Friday night was that we're kind of out of order. Friday night was the night that we were going to connect with the couple we just talked about. Yes. Thursday, Thursday, we were at that bar with the women dancing on the stage and everything. And dancing on the bar. On the bar. We had talked about bringing the Sibian in the the online forum of people that were going to be part of the crew. And there were a number of people that were very interested in playing it with it in that group. And so Mrs. Tango, as we were leaving the bar, found a couple of the couples and said, hey, if you're interested. This is our room number. Um, This is the room number. This is where we're going to be. Just let us know. We're going to be here at this time. So we went back to the room changed clothes and we're getting ready to go in fact i think we were out the door to go to the playrooms and we get a text saying are you guys still there what's your room number and so we had three very fun couples that came in and it it, it was interesting it was fun but it, it wasn't uh 
it wasn't hot in terms of we didn't play with each other basically each couple the we had the sibian in front of a chair in the hotel room and the husband would sit on the chair and the the most of the women were in lingerie they're in playroom kind of clothes and they would get on the sibian and the guy would run it and tease them and kind of drive them crazy until they had an orgasm and the other three couples would applaud and laugh and have fun with it and then it's like okay you're laughing now it's your turn and everybody took turns that way and everybody had a good time but like I said we didn't play with each other and we had a great time and then after everybody had played on the Sibian we just kind of sat in the bedroom and and all four couples just kind of talked about each other and our backgrounds and just really had a nice time and then everybody headed to the playrooms so then came Friday 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 was a really good day we got up and went to lunch and again the one of the the first bar takeover was going to be a place that also had the mechanical bull so we're like okay today we'll get to see the mechanical bull and we went to eat we were eating crawfish somewhere and uh I had a what, table next to the street yeah we were next to the street and it was an open uh front restaurant By the way, great food awesome food um and uh, we were finishing up, and one of the couples that we had we had met and um, become friendly with uh, came by, and we asked him to come join us, have a drink with us while we were finishing up, and um, we chatted about this, that, and everything, and um, we talked about our backgrounds and our experiences, and the woman of the couple was made a comment about being bi-curious. And she and came across as kind of shy. She was very he shy. He was very outgoing. Yes. Uh, both uh, just really fun. And um, we talked about toys. And uh, she happened to be one of the... They, they were one of the couples that came and played on the Sibian with us the previous night. And uh, so we said... So we finally just said, Hey, you want to go check out this bi thing uh, right well, why now? Why we? <laughs> And uh, they said, uh, yeah, sure, right now. Yeah, as I recall, and I, I remember this one really well because it, it surprised me. We're eating lunch, and we're thinking about what we're going to do the rest of the day. And they joined us, and we got, we, we, we got along really well with this couple. They were just fun. And like I said, she seemed kind of shy. Turns out she really wasn't. And they were sitting with us at lunch. Uh, we were finishing up. They came and had a drink with us. And I remember me and him were just kind of chatting, and then you two were talking, and the discussion got into her saying something about, you you said, well, I'm very bi. You're talking about how we played. And you said, I'm very bi. And she basically said she was interested in that. And having learned our lessons from before, Mrs. Tango said, well, is that something you'd like to try? Now? Just right out. And she looked and kind of smiled and said, well, yeah. And then the part that surprised me was when you said, do you want to do it now? <laughs> and I'm like, it's it's lunchtime. We can't go do this in the <laughs> middle of the day. And she said, she looked at her husband and she said, well, yeah. And the next thing you know, we're all walking back to our room 
in the hotel there on Bourbon Street. And uh, I think you, you, you went ahead, because you two talked about rules and things. Yeah. I don't Did we go get ice or what happened? Because um, we were, y'all were in the room before She and us. I were in the room. He had to go, he had to go pick up his red dress. And you went to get ice. And lest you think there was something weird about him getting his red dress, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Let's not forget to talk about the red yeah, dresses. There, there, there is a... We'll talk about that. It's funny. So, um, so the guys came back in the room, and you two started playing on the bed. Yeah, we, we took off our tops. And uh, just started, started having a good time. Just started having a good time, and and the guys watched, and we really didn't. It was one of those things. It wasn't planned. Um, they knew at the time that we were soft swap, and I think they were too, kind of, sorta. And for us, soft swap means every kind of play there is, except cross couple intercourse. So y'all played for a while, had a really good time. I seem to recall at one point you had your Hitachi wand with that really fancy attachment on it. I love that thing. And <laughs> holy moly, did she have a humongous orgasm. And she made a comment like, it's an orgasm that just doesn't stop or something like that. I don't remember that. And then the two of you invited the guys onto the bed. And so we just started playing as a foursome. And uh, even though we're soft swap at this point, um, there's lots. We've never been soft swap so far to where we kind of just split off to where, okay, you know, you two go over here, you two go over here. We've always been kind of a real flow of positions. You know, you're playing with her while he's playing with you, while she's playing with him. Etc. And so we kind of went through, you know, all those combinations. And the the funny, the part that I thought was really funny, was you were going down on her or him or something, but the four of us were involved. And you were on your knees, and I was behind you, and we were having fun. And I just reached under and just touched your clit. I mean, just barely touched it. <laughs> And you just exploded into an orgasm. I think it surprised you. <laughs> um, it did. It I mean, you've never had an orgasm where it was just, I guess you were just turned on by everything enough that... Sensory overload. It, it was. But it was just hilarious because it wasn't what I was expecting. I just kind of reached under and touched and it was like, kaboom! And I went, well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I must be really good with my finger here because I just touched. <laughs> and and so we played with them uh, for a good while and had a really good time and got done and sat and chatted with them for a while and had made a couple of friends. <laughs> and you got it kind of cool because we talked about in, um, I think, our second podcast, you know, the way we got into this was you had a woman that, introduced you to girl girl for the very first time so it must have been kind of fun for you to do that for another woman it was for the first time it was which reminds me yeah completely off the topic we have a couple that has reached out to us online that has an ad that's almost exactly like the ad that we had 
that said, send them a note. We're new to the lifestyle. We're just, she's always been really bi. She'd really like to try it out. You guys seem like a really nice couple. Would you be interested? So we uh, could gee, let play me it see. Forward. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I think uh, so. Yeah. I think so. So we had a really good time with them. And that was our our first real couples play um, while we were down there. And then we got done with that. And the red dress ball. Well, before that, we went to the other bar. Oh, yes. I forgot about Where the, they had the, the Miss Naughty in New Orleans contest. So they got a big stage, and I do not remember the, the, the name of the bar. Again, big stage, uh, big takeover, kind of a courtyard area, big bar inside, big stage, and Miss Naughty New Orleans. So they have a bunch of contestants come up, and as you can imagine, they do everything they can to get people to vote for them to be Miss Naughty in New Orleans. And very crowded, but very fun. And we had our drinks and watched and hooted and hollered and had a great time there. Um, and then there were gentlemen that were vying yes. for something. Well, they decided that they, they were going to have the guys have a contest, and basically dance contest in a way. And there are a number of hunky guys that got up there and did their thing. And uh, then this one guy was just a hoot. And he gets up there, and he had followed this African-American that was just looked like a pro football player. I mean, the guy was in... Oh, my gosh. He was good to look at, too. He oh, was. he was nice to look at. That guy was just in great shape. And he could dance. Holy moly. And this guy was following him... And he looked a lot more average. And he was, and so he was doing his thing, and his wife was throwing panties up on there. And, and he was a hoot. He was just a real crowd favorite. He didn't win. Now, we found out since then that that was a guy named Jay from Average Swingers that has a podcast, AverageSwingers.com, that if you haven't listened to, you should. And we've chatted with him. He's going to be in, in Naughty in New Orleans this time. And we said we had no idea that was you. But it, it was just a lot of fun. And I'm trying to think, did we have anything else that went on at the the bar other than just the drinking and the carousing and being naked, the, being the naked. wild? And it was kind of fun to go do that after we had played with somebody. Yeah. And then that was the night that we tried to connect with connect the, with the couple that had worked there. Yeah. So then we got to Saturday. No, we got to get to Red Dress first. Oh, yeah. Kind of wanted to skip that. New away. Orleans has every year a Red Dress uh, run, and the entrance fees go to support local charities. Um, Is it a heart thing? I'm, I'm not sure. I think it supports a couple of different charities. Um, so, uh, But it's a run. It's a run on Saturday morning, uh, a Saturday morning. And it happened to be the Saturday morning of the... Not in New Orleans uh, convention. So um, the ball for Friday evening was the red dress ball, and everyone was encouraged <sighs> to wear red dresses, now, gentlemen included. Now, when we'd had the forum and we were talking back and forth, everybody, the guys were really talking about, are you really going to really wear a red dress to this, this party that night? You could tell... I think most of the guys were trying to figure out could they get away without doing it. 
But there was also a piece of, well, if everybody else is wearing one and you're not, you don't want to be a stick in the mud. So we ended up going dress shopping for me for a red dress. And I really, really appreciate now when Mrs. Tango goes dress shopping and she's like, this looks right and this looks right. Uh, I appreciate that a lot more. <laughs> I did not wear Spanx, but I should have. The other thing that was interesting was like, we're not going to go into to Macy's. We're not even going to go into Penny's and into the women's place and have me take a dress and try it on. So we ended up going to Goodwill's, as I recall, or yeah, thrift we shops. Yeah, to a couple, three of them. And I don't think I ever tried. Did I try one on? You tried one on. As I recall, we were pretty careful about it. We went back there and nobody could really see what I had. And I tried it on, let you look at it. And then made sure that we got out with you holding it and buying it. <laughs> so I had a red dress. I also took some really bright red shorts and red pants and a red shirt in case we got there. And we found out none of the guys were really wearing red dresses. So we all agreed in our group, we're going to wear them. And there's a picture of the group of us. I got to find that picture before we went into the ball. And I was surprised most of the guys did wear red dresses. Yeah. And yeah, the, the men who did not have a red dress on were definitely in the minority. I don't know if we hadn't been with a group if I'd have worn a red dress. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got, you know yeah. what I mean? If I think if we'd just gone as a couple and had not been with a group of people and said, okay, we're all going to wear one. I'm not sure I would have done it, but I'm glad that we did. Uh, there was two things that I remember being really funny. One, I was out there and I had no underwear on. I got this red dress on and we're dancing and remember two or more to tango, but we don't dance. Well, we can, but we don't dance well, but by this time we're kind of feeling our oats we've been playing with couples we've been having good times we're got a little in, liquor in us or got a little <laughs> bit of that adult beverage in us we're having fun and loosened up and we get out on that dance floor to dance and it's like how bad can you dance and uh i was dancing with you and Allie came up from swinger cast and she kind of squished me between the two of you dancing and i then realized that since I didn't have any underwear on, a red dress really doesn't camouflage anything. Camouflage how happy you are if you're a guy. <laughs> and Allie kind of pointed that out, which made it even more prominent. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm probably going to be in a room naked with half these people watching anyway here shortly. So... Um, but it was funny. And then the other thing that was kind of funny was I remember going to the bathroom that night and you go into the men's bathroom and I walk in and there's this, it's a fairly big bathroom because it's a fairly decent hotel. And there's this whole line of urinals against the wall. And there's a <laughs> whole line of guys in red dresses that are using the, the urinals. It was the most hilarious thing. And a bunch of guys standing around in red dresses waiting. And and you can't take a picture of I it. Wanted, I so wanted to take a picture, but it's like, okay, there's some rules that you don't break for guys. You know, when you're, if you're a guy and you're at the urinal, you don't sit and look at the other guy. And you don't take pictures in the men's bathroom. But I so wanted a picture of that. It was also funny, too, because you could see the guys there 
and they're trying to figure out, okay, how does this work? How does this work? Do I pull the dress up over my, you know, you weren't the dresses weren't really meant for you to stand at a urinal. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a lot of fun, and that was all Thursday, Friday, 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 Friday night, and then we talked about the playroom thing. Yeah. So Saturday we got up, and uh, it's the last official day of of. Uh, not in New Orleans. We've had a good time. It's it's gone too quickly. We're eating a lot of great, great food. There was a the party they had. They actually had a block party that was off of Bourbon Street. And it was a street that's known for music. Fulton. Is that was it Fulton? Yeah. And uh, they blocked it off. And again, you had to show your badge. And they had buses that were running back and forth. I think when we got there, there there wasn't a whole lot of people there. There, there was a lot of a whole lot of activity. Yeah. Um, I and I think it was just because it wasn't Bourbon Street. We we got on the bus and went down there. They had a bowling tournament for charity, which didn't really quite fit in a way. And there were some people doing that. But you got there and there was a street with some bars on it, but there just really wasn't much going on. And we ran into a couple of other couples that were from our group. And they said, yeah, you, you're not missing anything. So we didn't stay there very long. We came back. And uh, just spent the afternoon hanging around Bourbon Street and doing, I don't even remember what all we did that day. And so that night... Might have bought pralines. Oh, I think that's right. I think we actually walked down some of the streets where the antique shops were and just walked around some places we had not had not been before. And so that night was the big, they had the, the Saturday night, they had the big Mardi Gras masquerade ball. We had our mask and we had our costumes. You had a really nice mask too. You need to wear it again this year. And you got what? Just my mask? Oh, you had your corsety thing on too. Thank you. I don't know how to recover from that. <laughs> you look great. Stockings, corset, uh, this really fancy mask that everybody complimented. And had a good time, danced. It was the last night. Didn't really have a plan. I think there was a part of us that said, well, you know, it's the last night. We really haven't connected with a couple that we're going to play with tonight again. So we'll just have a fun time with each other. We were out on the balcony. Y'all remember that couple that we played with on Friday at noontime? Where the gal said she wanted to have her first bi experience. Well, she got to have a second and kind of a third. And she, she made it very clear the previous night and that night that she really liked you. We'd be standing there on the balcony just talking and she's running her hands up and down your body and up and down your boobs and it's like, okay, I think even we can pick up on this one. <laughs> it was it was really clear and the two guys were like, okay, I think we might, I think the girls want to play again. And we talked about you know, the Sibian and just playing in general, but it was very clear that she was coming on to you and and we said, Cool, that'd be a great way to have our last night here. So we were all walking back from the uh the ball. We were out on the balcony and throwing the beads and everybody was looking up at us. And we were heading back to our room and he called another couple that we had met and liked, but really hadn't interacted a ton with them. And uh, he was a, a British guy. She was Eastern European. Eastern European, and we really got along with them, but we just hadn't connected in terms of playing. 
And he had had a, quite a bit to drink. Well, most of us we had. We all had. We all had. And I find out that he has called and invited them to come play with us. Now, we were kind of not happy about that because we were like, okay, we're really going to get to replay yesterday. The, the fun that we had yesterday and you know maybe take it even further. And we don't know if this other couple is going to be fun, if they're going to be sticks in the mud. We just don't know how that's going to work. Turned out it worked really, really, really well. Boy, howdy. So we get to the room. The other couple comes in and we have three couples in our room. Um, we poured drinks, and everybody decided that maybe the the kind of the icebreaker would be that the women would play on the Sibian together. This time, the women really played on the Sibian together. So one woman would be on the Sibian, and the other two would be giving her all kinds of attention. That was really really hot to watch. One woman on the Sibian, the other two women playing with the women on the Sibian and kind of playing with each other at the same time. The three of you rotated turns, so to speak. It gets a little blurry after that. We all just started kind of, you know how I talked about when there was four, you kind of do all the different combinations. Kind of did that with six. We just, you know, her playing with him, playing with her, playing with him, playing with her, playing with her. <laughs> I've got to get the, right, the numbers right. And we just had all kind of combinations of, of double BJs and just all kind of fun. I know that you played with both of them in various ways at various times. Um, I know they all played with the guys. I think there was a lot of interaction that way. And then toward the end, I know you were with him. Which him? With the, the, the British guy. And I remember you looking over at him and saying, and I can't remember what all was going on, but he was kind of sitting by himself. And, oh, yeah. And you said something. I said, you look like you're being neglected. Yeah. Let's take care of that. And so you went down on him, which he greatly enjoyed. And so his wife looked over at me and said, well, I guess fair is fair <laughs> in her very fun Eastern European accent. And so she started going down on me. And then you had a first because while you were going down on him, you told him that, that he could come in your mouth. And he did. He did. And it was kind of funny because right before he came, he looked over at his wife and he basically said, I'm about to come. And he wanted her to watch. And it was, it was very fun and it was very intimate. And, and you, 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 were, you kind of looked over at me while you were doing that. And there was kind of that little wink. And, and it's interesting how intimate it could be that you're playing with somebody else, but you're, there's that connection between the you two of me. you. Because, again, it goes back to it's our sex life. you know. And, and you knew I was enjoying watching you. And so I, you know, she was going down on me, and I said, where do you want me to come? And I think there was, well, if she's in in my mouth, of course, you know, <laughs> and uh, and she was a hoot, and she was a hoot. We had a great, great time. So you know, I, I didn't want to go into all the details of everything because we probably played for a couple of hours between the six of us. Had a wonderful time, and here we went from thinking on Saturday night, 
you know, that, well, we've, we've had our play. It's been fun to end up having a sipsum in our room. Um, it was just a great, great time. And if you'd have told us even a few months before that we would have a sipsum like that, we'd have never, ever believed it. Then, But wait, there's more. There is more. What was the more? Well, we 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 chatted a bit uh, with the other two couples, and, and that's kind of the fun part of all this too. If 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 you're in the lifestyle, you know this. But if you're not, and you're thinking about it, once you play, there's if it's the right couple, there's always kind of this fun time when you just kind of sit afterwards and just kind of chill and chat with each other. Yeah. So we, um, we we did the chill and chat thing, and uh, one of the couples decided they, they, they were going to go do something else. They were going to check out the playrooms, I think. and um, Which I'm like, really? <laughs> maybe they didn't, because it was about 2 or 3 in the morning. But they, they, Doesn't matter. they decided they to go off, and they said goodbye. And the other couple... Um, the European couple, uh, they said we're going to go upstairs to the pool. Well, we had we had heard about the pool, but we had never uh, gone up and checked it out. We had in our mind that it was, was like a um, Hampton Inn uh, indoor pool. Uh, we were wrong. It was a it's a rooftop pool at this, parti- at this particular hotel. It was moonlit. It was warm. It was relaxed and and everybody laid back is and, out there in their robes or towels or nothing or nothing and there's a lot of there's playing that goes on but you know it was probably two or three in the morning and so most of the people were just kind of hanging out after playing you know the moon is reflecting off the pool uh it's it's rooftop so you're high up and you can kind of look over and down into new orleans it's just very, very sensual and very, very relaxed. And so we sat and we chatted with people. We chatted with the barefoot couple. This barefoot couple was somebody we saw all week long. We first encountered them uh, on Wednesday when we were coming back from the speakeasy from uh, Lucky Pierre's. We we were walking back and uh, by this time our feet hurt and barefoot couple wife, Mrs. Barefoot Couple. Um, she and I took off our shoes and well, the th- streets are like you might imagine and really dirty and we weren't quite sure whether that was a good idea. But uh, we just couldn't walk in those shoes anymore and we chatted about that. But we saw them uh, off and on throughout the week and we ended up chatting with them on uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning and... Uh, found out that we probably should have played with them and uh, we're going to be looking for them here in a few weeks but we'll set specific places and specifics yes and so we had a great time at the pool we looked at each other and said really we missed this every night everybody was talking about going out to the pool and we were like why would you go to the pool oh and somebody went and got crystal hamburgers and french fries at 3 a.m after playing for hours I never ate a better oh, those French fry so in my life. Good. So that was really kind of the end of our naughty in New Orleans. Was sitting out at the pool in our robes, talking with other people, uh, having had the, like I said, having had a sixum, which for us that would have been unimaginable. 
And it's we, still one of those things like, that we really, really did that? Did that really happen? We will be going back to Naughty New Orleans in about four weeks. We will be getting there. Uh, we have the dates for that on our website. You can look up Naughty New Orleans. We'll actually be getting there Monday, and we'll have a few days. Monday the 27th, maybe? Yep. And we will stay there through the convention and leave on Sunday. So we're looking forward to going back. You you do have that thing where you don't want to set expectations because you just don't ever know. But I think we'll be a lot more prepared for it this time. I think we'll enjoy it. No matter what, we will enjoy it. There are only, still... If we only play with each other, we'll have a good time. That's right. There are still a few rooms left. If you're interested in going, you need to go to the frenchconnections.com website again we got a link to not in new orleans on our our website you can just click on that and it'll take you right there the one tower is completely sold out but there are some rooms left in the other one i guarantee you'll enjoy it if you go uh what else do we have for tonight is that it i think that's it be safe we have our be safe. I was I was about to say goodbye. I thought, oh. are you not done? No, I was going <laughs> to. I, I had to make sure that I gave them all our links and stuff. You know, we okay. can't be professional give, give podcasters the links. without links, <laughs> give and, the stuff. links and stuff. Um, so our website is two or more to tango dot com. T W O O R M O R E two or more. T-O-T-A-N-G-O. We should have picked something a lot <laughs> shorter than that. So tourmortatango.com, and we have links to our podcast on there. We have some photos on there. We have links to um, Naughty in New Orleans. We have links to the annual Lifestyle Awards if you want to vote on those. One of the fun things about the lifestyle annual Lifestyle Award, if you go to the site where you uh, can vote for that, is... Everything that you can vote for is a hyperlink. So if they do... What's a hyperlink? You click on it and it takes you to their website. And so if you are looking at clubs in the Northeast, so they have clubs, lifestyle clubs in different regions. So you may you may be looking and going, oh, there's, there's a club that's been nominated oh, for gotcha. the best. And we're going to be in Wherever. Montana. Or Montana, <laughs> Montana, the the hotbed of swinging. Um, we're going to be in California. We're going to be in uh, Oklahoma, Tulsa, whatever. New Orleans. You can click on there. Colette's is on there. Yep, I saw that. So you can click on the on the uh, link, and it'll take you to their web page. So even if you're not all that interested in voting, you might find some things, some websites, some podcasts some clubs, some cruises, things like that, that you can click on and get more information on. It's a whole new world for you. It is. So that's annuallifestyleawards.com. And again, we've got a link to that on our website. Our email is tango at twoormoretotango.com. We would love to hear from you guys. We'd love to get any kind of feedback from you. We'd also be interested in your thoughts on if you were playing with a couple that had a podcast what would be your thoughts if they didn't tell you about it? Would you want them to tell you about it? Would you not want to play with somebody who had a podcast because you're afraid they're going to talk all about your you, tell your secrets? And our Twitter account is at sign two or more to tango, but with a two instead of 
the number two instead of the word uh, word TWO. So I think that is about all we have. We got through this one without being pissy at each other. <laughs> no sniping. No sniping. We had a good time. And I think the lesson is, last time I think we were in kind of a rush because we knew we were going to head out on the road. It's like, we've got to get it done tonight. And um, we were really looking forward to going back. Again, the next podcast we hope we'll have up pretty quickly. And we hope that will be the one on we our... We finally get to play with our friends. finally get to play with our friends. Who knows? We might even interview them at the end of the podcast. It could happen, folks. It could happen. So... That's it for us tonight. Anything from you? Be safe if you're on the road traveling for the holiday. Be safe with fireworks. Um, don't drink and drive, yada, yada, yada. Why, you think <laughs> you're talking to your kids here? <laughs> That's what you used to tell our kids. Yeah. No inappropriate behavior. That's right. Except for when you're swinging. That's right. When you're swinging, all the inappropriate behavior you can get. So y'all all have a good night. We really appreciate you uh, listening to us, and we hope you come back for our next podcast. Good night. Bye. Sweet old New Orleans. I can show enough hear you calling. Feel that generation be falling. See where yeah, my darling And I know you might be grown You want a second life I'm from the